ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How can you win the deal without discounting? That's a question I received on LinkedIn from one of my followers. And I'll be more than happy actually to record a full podcast on it uh, simply because this is a topic that's very close to my heart. Hello and welcome to the Sales is Easy channel. This is a place where we simplify and demystify the sales process and help you with learning the formula to overcome setbacks and handle objections better and of course make sales easy. When done by a skilled professional, sales is easy. So I'm your host, Alan Meyer, sales expert. And in today's episode, we'll cover how to win the deal without discounting. So let's dive in. Let's start with this. If you base your offer on your price only, there is a good chance that somebody else will have a lower prices than you. So if you live by price, you will die by price. I wrote, wrote an article maybe 10, 15 years ago on that. But you can end up in a bidding war that distracts from the real solution. What can we do to avoid that? Work on the basing your proposal in achieving more goals for your prospects, not just to save money, because every other salesperson will say exactly the same thing. What customer really wants is to see the value, not value in your product. He wants or she wants to get the value from your solution to their business problem. And they must perceive unique value from you. Nothing new here, right? But if they cannot differentiate you from the competition, what's going to happen is there's no reason to buy specifically from you. In my sales training, I usually have an exercise that asks, why you? List me the reasons why you. And it's easy. People do this. People do write many different things. And then we actually dissect this and go through it. And in many cases, what we feel like it's a unique thing, guess what? All of your competitors can say the same thing. We have an end-to-end solution. Well, if your competitors have it, that's not really your unique value, right? Or we value relationship. Well, each and every salesperson will say exactly the same thing. So work on this. Quick exercise, a quick idea for everybody who listens to this is create a list of reasons why you. And make sure that actually you're talking about what's in it for your customers. Not we are great, we, we are in business since 1965, we have so many customers. If sentence starts with we or I, That's not really a value-based statement. Value is all in the eyes of the beholder. So features tell the story, but the benefits sell the story. And how to sell, it's all about them. How will they benefit, your customer? How will they benefit by dealing with you specifically? And then when you do that, then the second part of the exercise could be this. Try to actually divide, if you're talking to the problem-solving guys, uh, guys who are in away from, mentality. I have have actually a whole podcast on this, but just to simply instruct you how this works, uh, over 40% of world population is more away from than anything else and 40% is towards something, which means your customers, when they talk about they they have a pain, they want the problem or pain to go away. They're in a way from mentality. We We want to reduce churn. Customers are leaving us. We want to stop bleeding. 
we have a network that's falling apart we need to stop we need to actually you know stop with uh, with the problems that we currently experience start with the number of incidents they need to fall down other group of people towards people they talk about a mission vision opportunity where they want to be in a future so we have to divide the reasons why you it has to talk to the wider audience not we're going to help you to be number one in the world yeah that's for towards people away from people they don't care they don't hear it they're dying and they 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 they're dying here they're barely surviving and you need to help them with the problems so it's not always one way state it's not it's a two side of coin so the reasons why you it's a, we can help you grow become number one and also without creating new problems and obstacles <laughs> in the marketplace but uh, probably you cannot differentiate much with your product i dealt with one big com- company and we did a big analysis and guess what whatever they were saying competitors are saying exactly the same thing and it's not like i can satisfy 92% of your needs mr customer and our competitors can satisfy 71% or 73% solutions become very similar these days and i'm sure you have some unique features that you have but guess what your competition has also two customers today can easily substitute your product or your service with one of your competition and they can still be satisfied maybe they will not pinpoint saying we have reached 100% of satisfaction but guess what sometimes we fight against status quo customers say we have a vendor yeah it's okay but you know it's a known devil versus unknown devil and we want to stay with the vendor we know how to handle them we have certain problems but uh, to switch to you to switch to another provider another vendor it's a devil that we don't know and i'm not sure if we want to go there so it's not about you know being cheaper uh, and having an amazing uh, products or shiny products or services it's about understanding the mentality understanding how you can differentiate and how can you build the value in the eyes of your customers so here is where trigger events are coming to the game what are trigger events they can help you with recognizing needs and opening the door to have a really meaningful conversation with your customers who have certain events happening just to be different from the competition is not really important to your customers what they would like to see is added value now you're probably asking alan what creates customer value first point is and i had big debates on this on linkedin skilled sales force Skilled sales force means people who know what they're doing. They're not salespeople per se. They're experts in what they're doing. They're understanding the customers, the, the market, the changes on the market, everything that's happening right now. They feel the pulse of the industry and they're understanding the importance of understanding the changes in the industry, changes in the product, in the vendor arena, uh, all the changes in the market with uh, external changes, external regulations, everything. So they are skilled then we need to understand the process properly sales process itself understanding it and understanding customers business situation today and crucial word here is today and adapting to their particular situation if you recognize customers needs and create the value for them they will move from initial meeting to a decision much easier and much faster communicating the value it's a traditional view of selling of course but in today's world you cannot survive if you're not creating the value for the customer and make customer realize they're on the market so we need to play a proactive role and leading role in creating this value and in each step of sales process you should create this value not just at the beginning but the most value can be created early in the process by helping customers to truly define their needs not their wants 
I want this. Well, I want, you know, everybody wants to get the you know, gold package for the price of nothing or price of bronze. Well, that's want. But the needs, true needs is uh, really understanding not what they say, but what the market is actually asking them. It's true. This is true, especially in the consultative sales world where salesperson can create a value recognizing customer situation and their, their needs with trigger events and helping them to define them better and define them deeper. And we need to create, we sales professionals, we need to create a special situation and put them on the market, even if they feel like that, if they didn't feel like that before you enter the picture. So sometimes customers are not aware what's happening. I witnessed conversations in 2018, 2019, when the 5G uh, was first mentioned and customers were rejecting this. Customers saying, no, we don't need it. Well, you don't need it. But guess what? Your competitors just invested big money into the solution. They did. They're already working on a pilot, a pilot project. Really? Well, now the, the fire is, they, they, they don't have a fear of you. They have a fear of left behind. The competitors are going to eat them alive. So if you're just selling your product or service, you're missing the point. And you will die by price as you live by price. Customers are always looking beyond the product. They're looking for the solution to their needs. And more importantly, your understanding of the business situation. And this includes your help and your advice unbiased advice so you know that different customers must be treated differently nothing new here what works for one customer is probably not working for another but then when you do your homework when you do your research when you find out the trigger events happening to that to your targeted prospect and of course more different events is always better you have a very powerful tool to adjust your approach your presentation to their situation recover the trigger events I mean, one of the way to find trigger events is if you deal with publicly publicly traded company, they are uh, you have access to their financials, and you can simply go through the summary, and you know you have to be able to read the financial reports. But there, there are simple ways to do it. So reading and saying, oh, you guys in the last quarter you dropped uh, market share by three percent. Hmm, what's the cause of that? They, you need to show that you understand the situation. You concentrate understanding their business and their issues they may have and show them, then you show them how can you help them, how can you solve them, how can your product, your service create the value and help them gain the, the lost uh, market share, whatever it is, right? This is how we get home with the contract in our pocket, whatever the price is. Then you don't need to talk about discounting the price and, and as the topic says, uh, how to win the deal with discounting. It's not about the discounting. Somebody else is always going to be cheaper. Remember that. Let me repeat it one more time. If you don't show the value, you will definitely not win. That's a hard call truth. Even if you have a lowest price on the market, sometimes it doesn't mean much to the prospect because they don't see the difference between your product, one from competition, and then they throw some extra things in it. It costs a little more, but they get this and this and all the bells and whistles. And many buyers in a B2B arena, they are buying from someone who had crafted a compelling solution to their situation, to their needs, to their obstacles, to their problems, to their desires. Then it comes full understanding of their needs and drilling down and digging deeper. And then the financial part of the deal. So just remember, the researching about trigger events, it starts really easily. You can go and research the industry, but more importantly, research your customer, potential customer, and their current situation. What changes are happening right there? Do they have a new CEO? I work with one company, they change the CEO, what's going to happen? Everything is reshuffled and restructured. So there's opportunity for sales trainer like me. 
there was opportunity for me to walk in and say, hey, you guys need to do a better job because your competitors are growing in the last four quarters. They did this, this, and this, and your guys are not up to par with the knowledge. They don't know how to book more appointments. They are not focused on the right accounts. So I have a story, compelling reason to reach out. Think about it. Do you have a compelling reason to reach out to your prospects? And it's not revolving around you, your needs, your proposal, your, your goals, your quotas that you need to reach. But of course, we need to do it. We need to reach our quotas. But compelling reason to reach out means when you reach out to somebody via email, via LinkedIn message, uh, voicemail, probably they will not pick up the phone. Then you throw in your compelling reason why you're calling out today. Why reaching out? And then you educate your customers of the benefits of starting the conversation and really engaging in a dialogue. And the crucial word here is dialogue. You want to start a dialogue with the company. Don't start to talk about starting a relationship. Nobody wants a relationship on a first date. They want to understand what is in it for them and starting the dialogue, how you can help them. At least they will open up their ears and give the opportunity to say more. And then with trigger events, you have a compelling reason. You understand if they landed just, just now, if they landed a big deal, congratulations, you landed a big deal. How you guys plan to do this? You know, and then you throw in what you can do. Quick example, there was a company who did the merge. Uh, actually, they bought another company, merger acquisition happened. And the local printing company, they reach out to the existing company, say, hey, you guys, I just read in the newspaper, you are merging with that company and you're bringing, I don't know, 3,000 new people on board. Who's going to do your printing, your new, new memo printing, your business cards printing, all the other stuff that's related to the printing? And the, the company said, well, we, never, we didn't really think about it yet. No? Okay, here's how we can give a special deal, special offer. So it, it's a simple conversation. But just you start, you put the foot in the door by having a compelling reason to reach out, fully understanding their situation. I read that your CTO actually think that, uh, you know, the newest technology is just a fad. It's going to go away. Like, what do you guys think about that? Like, uh, how is this going to work for you? Something, some point that you show that you did your homework. Don't do what the salesperson did to me a few weeks ago. He called uh, in and uh, I pick up the phone and I spoke with him and I work for a company. It's called North American Sales Training Corporation. Based on the title, can you guess what we are doing? And his second question was, so what do you guys do? He thought the small talk, it's a good way to start the conversation. Well, guess what? With some people, small talk works, works. With some, it doesn't. And small talk that isn't small talk can give you more effects and more, more in-depth conversation than just starting, hey, how are you doing today? It's like, sales, I know a salesperson is calling. What do you want? You're just wasting my time. Bring me something of value. You can say something like, hey, Mr. Customer, my name is... Alan from this and that company. We are helping companies sort out uh, the problems with, uh, I don't know, with current problems with CRM. And uh, we do this, this and that, give some value. But more importantly, what do you guys do currently to organize your database of customers? Like something that pulls people into conversation. That's another topic called calling what words to use. Just think about it. If you have a compelling reason, people pay attention. If you have a follow up just to hear what you guys are doing and uh, uh, some kind of weaker approach, not gonna work and then it's it it it, it creates a direction and creates a depth of expectation that they can have from you if you have nothing good to say they expect in the future it's gonna be the same but if you have something of value something that uh, it's talking about them their situation their problems the nuances of their business or market situation then they will pay attention they will not see you as a salesperson but more as an expert everybody likes to talk with experts so position yourself as an expert
To summarize this, uh, how to win the deal without discounting, remember this. Your goal as a sales professional is to create a value through how you are approaching your customers, not just what you're selling. And to be a real sales pro, ready for customers who are in a, such a changing and d- dynamic environment, there's no question if you need to change your approach, but when and how. Think about the trigger events. I'll have more podcasts on that topic. I actually wrote a book in 2007. It was the first one on the trigger events topic. And uh, since then, there's a whole niche of books created on on that topic. Uh, I can send you that book. Send me an email. I'll send you a PDF of that book. uh, And to just to trigger some ideas in your mind, how to truly start a conversation based on something you know about your customer. It can help you open the door that you usually will not open. And also it can help you continuing building the value through the sales process until the final conversation of signing the deal. I hope this was helpful and let me know in your comments, please, uh, in the comments, what do you think about it? What are you currently using? How you approach your customers today? What's working for you and what's not working? Also, reach out to me via LinkedIn. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions on this topic or any other topic. And, you know, keep up the good fight. (laughs) Thank you for listening. This is Alan Meyer for Celsius Easy Channel. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the WannaBet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but WannaBet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.